There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. In the last Cup of Good News episode, we learned about Reza, a young man who lived in Iran and who, at the age of 19, had never met anyone who had converted to Christianity. And then Reza's mother went searching for the truth. She found a Bible in an old secondhand bookstore and she converted. Reza witnessed his mother make a profession of faith to Jesus, saying he was the Son of God and believing that he was her personal Savior. Reza thought his mother was crazy but in fact, it turned out that she was enlightened with the knowledge of the truth. Now, Reza's father had been raised in a radical Muslim family, but he was also oppressed and imprisoned unjustly by the Mullah regime. So Reza's father knew that Islam was being used to exploit and manipulate his country. So he had an ear open to hear alternative views. After watching his wife and listening to her reasoning, Reza's father repented in the name of Jesus Christ. Last episode, we heard Reza's testimony, coming to salvation in Iran, finding a legally open church in Iran. But Jesus told his disciples that the prophets, the declarers of truth in past years, were persecuted. And so it is still today. Those who live godly will suffer persecution. And after that, I'm trying to learn more and more. Oh, my regime started attack to the church. Many Christians run out from the country or hide. Reza is talking about persecution that increased pretty significantly in the year 2000. He told me that his family became a target. After that, they are attacked to my mom's home again. They are pulling all Bibles from our home. They are asking me and my mom, my brother and my father to come for some interview with the police. And uh, more than three and a half years after last attack to my mom's home, more than three and a half years, they took my passport, my ID, and my, all of my activity. I don't have access to my bank account. I don't have access to do anything. I'm nobody in my country. Reza says that today in Iran, he is nobody. He is nothing. 
But by God's grace, he no longer resides in Iran. He lives elsewhere as a refugee. And so today's episode is titled Reza from Elsewhere. And of course, Reza is not nobody. Reza is a child of the king. He is an ambassador of that king. And an ambassador is a pretty high rank in government circles. Knowing his position in Christ, Reza continues to reach out to his people. You see, Reza was not allowed to evangelize or hold Bible studies in Iran. And baptizing someone could literally get him killed. However, Reza is living elsewhere. And his new country of refuge not only has freedom of religion, but it also has many other Iranians. Reza is looking for them. Yes, he misses his country. Yes, he misses his family. But in his new country, he has the opportunity to openly be a fisher of men. Reza has a good Christian friend who owns a pizza restaurant in the city where he lives, and one day, someone told him that on the same street as the pizza shop, there was a barber shop where an Iranian worked. Reza didn't even need a haircut, but he went looking for the barber. He found him. They introduced themselves. And I should say here that Reza is a Muslim name. It actually means contented with God. And though many people change their names to a Christian name after coming to Christ, Reza told me that he purposefully has kept his Iranian name, his Muslim name, so as not to hinder his witness for Christ. The barber he met was a young man in his early 30s, maybe even late 20s, and his name is, well, let's call him Aranal. Aranal is from Ahwaz, and this is a city in Iran known for its radicalism and its sectarian conflict. As it turns out, this is partly why Aranal left Iran. He is Arabic, and he is a Sunni Muslim whereas most of Iran is Shia. Aranal has seen too much religious conflict and violence, and he wanted out. Reza suggested to Aranal that they have a talk, and he wanted to talk about Isa, or Jesus. Muslims often enjoy talking religious talk, but Aranal was at first suspicious. He said that he knew Christian friends and that they were positive influences, but he told Reza that he did not want to hear anything bad about Allah. Reza answered that he was not interested in talking bad, but rather in talking about the truth. Arnal thought that was reasonable, and again he was disarmed by Reza's name. They found a little cafe and ordered some coffee. Reza asked Arnal if he could pray. Since the Muslim tradition only knows rote prayers five times a day at specific times, Aranel looked at Reza and said, Why pray? Reza answered that he wanted to bind the devil from their conversation. Aranel agreed that there was nothing wrong with that. <laughs> then the two of them talked for four hours, and the devil was indeed bound. Reza had brought a Bible in Farsi, and he had bought a Bible in Arabic. Where did he start? 
Why not in Genesis? You know, at the beginning. Reza asked a question. Who was first? Moses, Jesus, or Muhammad? Of course, Arunel was affirmative and knew that Moses was the first prophet. So, opening to the first book of Moses, Reza read about the creation of the world and then about the fall of man. This may have been Arunel's first time to actually read this text. Then Reza opened the Quran and showed his new friend where Muhammad supposedly reported how God created air and water at the beginning, but supposedly waited till the sixth day to make everything else. The two texts disagree. So Reza looked at Arunel and asked, if Moses preceded Muhammad, who was telling the truthful report? Arunel nodded slowly with realization. And of course he understood it was Moses. This was the first key that opened the door to share other truths, which of course Arunel had never heard before. You know, truths about Jesus, the light of the world, the Son of God, the Savior of mankind. After the four hours of discussion, Arunel was ready to acknowledge and receive the truth. Here was a young man sick of the violence and conflict that he had seen in Islam, but he was hungry and glad to know the real truth about God in his word. Reza told me that Arunel is very excited and committed to know this wonderful Jesus who is not trying to control people by violence. A few months later, Reza baptized Arunel. I have a photo of this, but I'm sorry I can't post that on the website. Write to me at dean at cupofgoodnews.org and I'll send you the attachment. Arunel wasn't the only person baptized that month. Reza actually baptized 17 people from Iran and two from India. Christianity always have a warm welcome if somebody come, a new person come inside the church, like us. If somebody come, knock the door and say, okay, this is the church, can I come inside? I say, yes, come. You can uh, meet us, you can talk, you can ask any question you want. And exactly like that, super warm, and uh, in the mosque, and mullahs always sit on top and look from the top to down. I hope that you do not attend a church where the pastor or the teachers sit at the top and look down. If you do, you may be going to a mosque. I know every church is different, and I have attended more than one church in my lifetime, so I understand that there are differences in local church bodies. But Reza has a unique perspective on the church. You see, he did not just change churches. He changed worldviews. God changed his heart. As a result, Reza sees the body of Christ differently than most Americans. You know, uh, before it and inside Iran and under the pressure, uh, we are like a big family. We don't have any uh, problem with the theology. We don't have any problem with the uh, denomination or something like that. 
we are same and we are worship together in the uh, sometime in the uh, because we want keep close to each other I love Reyes' approach for a church under persecution. The way he worded it, we want to stay close to each other. But when I hear those words, I think of Paul writing to the Ephesians when he said, With all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Or again, when Paul wrote to the Philippians, Fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. I think we see that in the Iranian church. Now, Reza did tell me that the church faces challenges. For some, the persecution has been so intense that in order to stay out of prison, they assume the name Muslim again. But, by and large, the faith in old Persia is strong and growing. Reza should know he is pastoring seven different underground churches. In private, he has told me people's names, and on a regular basis, he tells me different testimonies from people he is discipling. One fascinating aspect of Reza's ministry is that he has not always met face-to-face -face many people from these churches. Remember, Reza cannot return to Iran. Reza is elsewhere. But sometimes they come to him. Earlier this year, Hafid came to him on a tourist visa. Now, Reza has been Hafid's pastor for three and a half years. During the COVID shutdown, Hafid found Reza on the internet, and through clandestine means, they meet regularly. Not just Hafid, but all 12 people that gather in Hafid's house to pray and worship Jesus. Hafid is remarkable. You see, he has cerebral palsy. He became a Christian 12 years ago, and he has nothing to lose. What, what is the regime going to do to him? Take away his job? He doesn't have one. Cripple his body? <laughs> yeah, right. I suppose they could throw Hoffett in prison, but with his physical limitations, he would be more work than it is worth. Maybe they could kill him. I mean, they do that in Iran. But for Hafid, to die is gain, a resurrected body. The religious police know about Hafid. They have raided his home where he lives with his mother. They confiscated all the Christian literature they could find. And as punishment, they stole a lot of the medical equipment upon which he relies. Hafid's faith is undaunted. In fact, the very reason he flew to meet Pastor Reza earlier this year was so that Reza could baptize him. For 12 years, Hafid has not been baptized. How could he in Iran? Baptism is a huge declaration for Iranians. Our Christian culture does not grasp its significance, but Hafid paid the expense and the risk to travel hundreds of miles for that one event. And you know what? I have a photo of it. Because of his cerebral palsy, two men baptized Hafid. I can send you a photo if you write to me, dean at cupofgoodnews.org. Now that's two baptism photos I've promised you. Pastoring seven underground churches. 
Reza does this through regular meetings on the internet. One of his churches is primarily Afghan refugees, but he speaks their language, and he has provided material needs for them. One such item was a portable stove, just so a family could cook their meals. Reza also provides spiritual aid, teaching, friendship, encouragement, and Bibles. You know, more than uh, 100 years uh, or more, uh, first uh, translate from the Bible to Farsi in the 1782. And uh, uh, we have uh, Iranian Bible Society work inside Iran more than 120 years. And first of all, uh, one uh, person, one uh, Armenian person, and he started the, printing the Bible. But before the revolution, in last two years before the revolution, he sell just nine Bibles. Just nine, and after, and after, his uh, I met his son near one and a half month ago here. He shared uh, this story with us in the church, in the private meeting. He shared this uh, story with me like that. After the revolution, in the first year, more than one and a half million Bible sell in Iran because people want to know the truth. This is amazing. Nine, one and a half million. I'm not sure if you caught that or not, so I'm going to repeat it. In 1978, the Iranian Bible Society only sold nine Bibles within the country of Iran. But the year after the revolution, they sold one and a half million Bibles. One and a half million. Now, of course, since then, you can't buy a Bible. And a lot of those that were purchased have been burned or stolen by the secret police. Others have left the country with their owners. But one thing remains in the hearts of men, or at least some of the hearts of men, and that's the hunger to know the truth. Reza has two key ports to get the Bibles across the border. Once inside Iran, Reza has organized over 20 brothers who have established false identities, which enable them to distribute God's word to different regions of the country. In the past seven months, Reza has been able to get 5,000 Bibles into people's hands. Yes, Reza is elsewhere, but he is still working in Iran. 5,000 Bibles, my friends, that is good news. the dawning to noonday bright, and Christ's great kingdom shall come to earth, the kingdom of love and light. Reza told me that the cost of distribution of the Bibles varies depending mostly on how far away from Tehran the Bible has to travel. He estimated for me that each Bible costs about $6 to transport. Not cheap but invaluable to those receiving it. The following letter was written to Reza 
from a man in Tehran. I needed prayer, and I was looking for counsel in my life. I decided I wanted my own Bible. I just recently received it, and reading the Word has been a life-changing experience. This book has changed my perspective on life and has given me freedom from within. It's as if God is speaking to me directly. I can't thank you enough for this, the Bible. I have fallen in love with God because of it. I have grown so much because of the truth and joy I get from reading it, and I pray that everyone can feel this way. I'm going to continue this theme of the Iranian Church in my next episode, and the next episode is going to be a personal testimony. I assure you, God is at work. <laughs>